leads to a dark hallway that has three doors on the left, as far as you can see, two doors on the right. Well, uh, a third... Well, it's it's way down there. So right, because this, this property has been turned into, like, a like a boarding house kind of deal? Sort of. Like an apartment, sort of? Uh, no, 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 no. It is, it is a full house. Oh, okay. It's Just a, a fancy house? Full one-family house. Uh-huh. One fancy family? Uh, sure. Yeah, could be. Um, oh, wait. Gotta do the, the other ones. Um, on the right side, which is the side where all the windows would be, uh, you notice the first door that you see is a large set of double doors uh, that look uh, pretty nice and expensive. And the second one that you can see uh, is less fancy. But uh, from just what you see, there's where all the door placements are. Okay, I came in through, through there. Yeah, it came in through the front. And immediately there, on the right. on the right, there's a double double doors. Are they yep. open? Uh, no, they're not. None of the doors are open. There's immediate. Yeah, there's a do- pair of double doors on the right immediately, and there's also a door to the left. I really like the Scooby Doo uh, influence of the doors on both sides of the hall. Like we're gonna run back, yeah, and run back and forth the, while you escape from yeah, something. The monsters are right. chasing us. <laughs> and we're chasing Cthulhu. Then we all just kind of shrug into a musical number. We all bust out our electric guitars and drums and stuff. Okay, well she's gonna she's gonna wait for other people to come in the house before she starts meandering. Can uh, Doctor Quincy spot hidden right quick out in the yards just for if there's anything out? Yeah, there. go ahead and roll spot hidden. And once he's done with that, he'll come inside. Okay. Um. Oh my. Once again, wasting all my good rolls probably. Spot hidden. That's a thirty-five out of fifty. Uh, unfortunately, other than some overgrown children's toys and a swing set, there's not a lot out here in the yard. Doesn't hurt to check. That's true. And Dr. Quincy will head inside. What about the doctor's Northcott? Yep. We are going inside as well. Okay. Northcott's. Doctors. Stephen Rockwell, who is an architect renowned across the world. Dr. Architect. Um, (laughs) Yes. uh, He also goes into the house. All right. But first, he peeks in through the windows on the right. Uh, they are all uh, curtained from the inside, so you cannot see anything. Also, you would have to go through the double doors and stuff. I thought they were. No, they're, they're, they're he's, he's looking in through the outside, from the yeah. outside. Uh, yeah, uh, okay. outside. I, I roll spot hit through the curtains. Sure. Uh, he rolls a one and sees through. I, I, I see. Uh, I see curtains. <laughs> Well done. <laughs> and then I go inside to see what's on the other side of those curtains. The curtains are a singular color as a, a dark champagne color. I say that uh, that does not match this uh, house, and I should know because I am an interior designer as I flip through my mail fault. I thought you were an architect? Doctor architect, interior designer. Sounds like you're a very virtual man. Uh, it's called being a residence man. <laughs> the house, uh, the interior is typical of one built in the 1800s. However, I have never been in a house that's built in the 1800s, but I understand that they're old looking and probably wood paneling because they're made out of wood. So um, you can imagine. Not wood paneling in the sense that you might be thinking of 70s They, wood they are just oh, straight it is, up. It is wood. actual wood panels. <laughs> However, the, the interior of the house uh, looks, well, actually, it probably wouldn't look terribly old to you all since uh, it is now 1920. So still, you know, it is still dated. It's still old. It looks like the upkeep 
was consistent until about a month ago. There is right. a layer of dust on everything, because except for right at the entrance where there are several footprints, probably uh, to people who have who own the house and have come in and been like, what the hell happened, and then left. Yeah. All right, does anybody want to take a look? I don't... I don't... Did you learn anything from your book that could help us, Sister Dorothea? Did I learn anything that could help us, or did I just good have Lord, a... No. Good Lord, no. Good... Say good Lord, no. She shakes her head. No, uh, uh, nothing in there was useful. Worth a shot, I suppose. Where should we go first? It seems to us we'd be more likely to find something relevant. Uh, attempting to find a downstairs. Fair enough. Dr. Quincy's immediately going to look at the double doors to his right and immediately try and open them. They do open. Uh, they squeak as they open, but they do open. Uh, and it leads into... Hell. There you go. <gasps> My <Just> favorite. Burning. <laughs> hey, did it. <laughs> That's a... It does, put I up want a, Cthulhu. it does put up a small fight as you uh, open the door. It resists you just a little bit. Um, He's just going to knock it with his shoulder and push it open because it's an old rickety house. He's not, gonna not quite that much resistance, but uh, well, if it's necessary, it's not. It is unnecessary to uh, give. I mean, you're just like, nah, nah, there we go. <laughs> this room contains conventional furnishings, a radio, a large radio. Um, that is currently off, obviously. Uh, a couch, stuffed chairs, and shelves laden with goo-gaws, which are various knickknacks and uh, collectibles before yep. anyone we tries know what that to is. take yield goo-gaw. Oh, goo-gaw. Yeah. We know what like goo-gaws a are. Like a tchotchke or a... I didn't want to go with a dread gazebo situation here, so... <laughs> yeah. You cannot help but notice the unusual quantities of crosses, images of the Virgin, and other Catholic artifacts... Yeah, well, would you look at that? You may want to take a look at this, sister. She kind of lean, lean to one side and peer into the room. The room looks like, and it the it looks like the contents of your entire uh, mission stuffed into one room. There are several ornate wooden crosses that are up on the walls. There are many uh, little statues of the Virgin Mary. You see. Uh, lots of uh, there's sconces with the the shaping on it. There's rosary beads about on the different shelves and things like that. Oh look, there's some of those. Uh, what do you call them? Caduceuses. And yes, other uh, Catholic artifacts, things like that. The people who lived in this house before must have been terrified. Well, that uh, that would make sense given the history that we've heard. You see, there are also several candles that have. Uh, are in various states of having been melted down. To your left, uh, you can see an opening into another room. Just like that. So does this seem to be some sort of sitting room? Uh, A living room is what it describes as, but yes. A parlor, actually, I think at this point in time. Okay, a parlor and a living room are kind of different. They're the same thing. They got renamed to living room for some reason in the 50s, I think. They're not the same through those, uh, through that open uh, doorway, uh, you can see what looks like a dining room. There's a table in there, a long table, with several chairs uh, lined up to it. Uh, are there like, is there silverware utensils like that? Not in the living room. Well, no, at the the the, the table. So he's 
Let's go, go in it. there and look. So this is the dining room, complete with a long mahogany table, a built-in sideboard, and seven chairs. Three places are set and unused. Scraps of rice soup rot in a taurine. So there is silver flatware oh. in there. They should have put cloches over it. Is there... <laughs> <laughs> they is there, should have. Is anyone else in the room? Sure. You, yeah. Was that even something we were arguing about when we were recording ever? Closes? Oh, yeah, because yeah. it was during Western Wagons. 20 minutes because of my dumbass. Uh, can, can I uh, do sleight of hand to try and, like, uh, Steal them without anybody noticing? You yeah. absolutely can. Uh, that would be... What is three zero? That's 30. 30? Okay. That would be uh, oh, 30 out of 50. Uh, that's a success. So, uh, if anyone is hawkishly watching him, you can roll uh, a spot hidden, and you have to get better than a success. You have to get a hard success or an extreme success. I mean, it was, we were just in the same room. Yeah. If you weren't yeah, we're paying not. attention to him, yes, you have uh, yeah. made off. What, 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 uh, how much do I get? Give me... Uh, but there's, uh, what, three places set? You get three silver spoons. You don't So want your next them. three children can be born with them in their mouth, which is just going to be hell on your wife. Okay. Uh, Dr. Northcott, what are you no, uh, doing anymore. in there? You see, <laughs> since you're not stealing things, Dr. Northcott, you can see that another room is connected <laughs> to this. You're not stealing Doctors. Doctors Northcott's. Uh, you can see that there is another room attached to this. Let's go investigate. There's no door that leads out into the hallway from this dining room, which is what it is. Uh, the next room over uh, is a kitchen, Dr. Northcott. Doctors Northcott's. It's a conventional kitchen. You have an icebox, a, a wood-fed stove, and an oven. Uh, plus, there's a meager larder. <laughs> However, anything that is not canned in here is inedible. It's a good way to describe it. There is a chunk of room kind of cut out. Uh, and when I show you the drawing, it'll make a little bit more sense when I say that. There is this chunk of it that's not accessible from the room. Uh, but the larder is right there. There's several shelves. There is some canned goods there um, and some non-perishables, but it looks like the rats have gotten to them as they have holes chewed through them. Well, we we don't think we're going to need supplies. We're not going to be here that long, so... Well, we're leaving the kitchen. Okay, where are yes. you headed to? The kitchen does have a door back into the hallway. Yes. Oh, well, let's yes. take that. Um, and even though it is still, uh, it's like early, well, not even early morning now, it's probably about 10 a.m., the, there's no light really coming in through the, uh, the windows in here. Um, and every time the lot of you move around, uh, the whole room fills up with the noise of creaking floorboards. Uh, Dr. Quincy's going to have his electric torch out. Okay. Uh, you're able to shine across um, the walls and see your way through. Plus, I imagine on this side of the house that we've explored so far, it's had windows, so there may be some lights. I guess Dr. Quincy will probably open the curtains at some point. Mm-hmm. But on the other, once we get to the other side of the house, there aren't any windows or curtains or anything. When you open up the curtains, uh, it, still only dim light is able to come down because of the shadows cast by the office buildings. Right. But you can see into the room in a sort of, again, a twilight state. I uh, can still kind of see in there. Oh, what a gloomy place. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why they went crazy, huh? Sister Dorothy, are you still in the living room? No, I've been following uh, everybody as we've been moving around. Okay, cool. 
Dr. Quincy's going to write in his notebook with his other stuff, uh, disturbed circadian rhythm. Because that's what you said they need daylight to, for their sleep schedule. That's true. Uh, everyone roll me a listen roll, please. I got almost half. Composition book. Yeah. Uh, I got nothing. So, I got 98, so... Uh, <laughs> what are the rules for failing? Because you have almost blown up at this point. Who had successes? I... Got a 45 out of 50 for listens. Okay, so the both of you hear uh, some thumping noise coming from above you. Uh, In a room above, most likely. Dottie jumps a little bit. Dottie? She said said if it's easier, call her Dottie. I forgot about that. She jumps a little. Roll your jump skill? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, don't, don't worry about that. Awfully creaky house, isn't it? Yes. I don't like this place. Yeah, it is rather gloomy, isn't it? Yeah. Where is everybody right now? Because I feel like we have separated somewhat from the group. Uh, perhaps. Yeah. Um, so you have the living room, the dining room, the kitchen, and then the hallway. So I've that a lot of you have explored so I'm far. I'm in the dining room. We okay. have just gone back out into the hallway. Right. That's what it sounded like to me. Yeah. Uh, Dottie, where were you? I, I was following... To the group, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because I, you guys uh, kind of split it because he stayed in the dining room, right? And, uh, they and then went the into three the of us moved into the kitchen. Oh, okay. Oh, the three of us did. Four of us. Well, I, I moved into the kitchen when you did. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. See, my interpretation was that we all entered the living room, and Doctor Quincy pointed out the crucifixes to Dottie. Right, and she and le- leaned in and looked, and then um, once she was done with that, of as course, ahead of us, these other three went to the dining room, which is where um, Dr. Rockwell is at stealing uh, silverware. Right, and when... And when our doc, the good doctors here went to... Uh, right, when the majority of the group moved into the dining room, I moved into the dining room. Okay. And then I had assumed that the majority of the group, minus... Dr. Rockwell. Yeah. <laughs> minus Rockwell, had moved into the kitchen. Yeah, that'll do. Okay. And then I don't know where you went after so that. So the the doctors Northcott just stepped into the hallway. So we're all more or less together. Back in the hallway, there is a room directly across from you, Doctor Northcott. Uh, as you can see here, Doctor Northcott. There is also a uh, another door immediately to your right. Okay, and that door looks to me like it would lead into that section of uh, kitchen. That's, that's correct. Okay. If you want to go that way, Doctor, I'll check the rest of the first floor here. We are curious. And we will. Alright, you check the door? Yeah. Uh, you open it up and it is indeed a stairwell that leads down. Ah. Uh, I believe we have found what we were searching for. Ah, I say as we kind of poke our head back around the corner. At this point you all hear uh, a thumping and rattling sound come from upstairs. Except for me. No, uh, you hear it as well. No. Sister Dorothea no. jumps again. Ah. <clears throat> there weren't any. There's a uh, and fool me. When you turn around and startle, you notice there's a staircase directly across from you that leads up that I totally <laughs> forgot to draw. Oh, that's <laughs> in the dining room? That's weird. No, no in the from the hallway. Oh, that I'll makes a lot hallway. more sense. Um, so, yeah, I was about to ask, like, that door that Dr. Northcott were about to go down, 
with the door had a stairwell leading down. That's correct. And then uh, behind him, as he turns to look, he can see a stairwell that leads up. Behind himself? Yes, and I'll show you the map here. Behind him in the hallway. And you can see, this is the one that he opened up and looked, and then directly behind him was like, oh, look at that, there's a staircase that leads up. Oh, okay, okay. I thought this was some sort of, like, I thought we were getting in it. <laughs> thought the labyrinth had kicked in. Yeah. No, no, uh, no, I, no mythos checks yet. I, I kind of figured that that was more uh, Order of the Stick, where it just popped into existence. Just, like, <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> But, like, uh, but in a spooky way. This is what you have now. So there's the stairwell going up. There's your stairwell going down. There's the rest of the doors. There's one, like I said, directly across from the kitchen, one midway through, and one directly across from the living room. <laughs> the doctors kind of uh, slowly look just straight upwards at the ceiling. Squirrels, no, no doubt. I didn't see any trees on the outside. Dr. Architect comes into the room and says... Uh, <laughs> into the hallway. Dr. Architect. It's, it's, it's in the hallway room. The corridor. And, yeah, the, the corridor room. And says, uh, uh, everything okay out here? Mm. Yeah, just some errant squirrels, I suppose. Or some rats. Squatters, perhaps? Did you hear those noises? I heard one noise, but I didn't hear the others. Uh, Dr. Quincy will sort of lower his voice and be like, Now, uh, are the rest of you prepared to deal with any squatters? Should we encounter any? Yes. Good enough. When you say deal with squatters, what do you mean? He pulls out a Webley and says, I think you know what we mean. Dr. Quincy will just kind of like shrug and be like, Well, perhaps you shouldn't go up by yourself, but you never know. We're sure... If there is someone there, they can be persuaded. Well, I'd rather not get into any uh, fisticuffs myself, but it's good to know. He, uh, he hands you a pair of brass knuckles. Oh, I got... Oh, well, then never mind. I got something. You got a diving knife, don't yes, you? Yes, yeah. secret diving knife. <laughs> He'll just kind of, like, you know, put his palm up like, no, thank you. He, he offers the brass knuckles uh, to Sister D. She... Kind of shakes her head in both her hands, like no, 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 no. Bert and or Monty, and he offers brass knuckles. No, thank you. You can't use your car keys as a weapon. I just want that to be clear. Well, obviously, you've taken them. <laughs> well, good. We're in agreement. Would you like to lead the way then? Yes, I lead the way. You climb up the stairs, and of course the stairs groan and creak as you go up. I'm not that fat in the game, Matt. I know you're not that fat. It's a creaky house. It's a creaky house. They creak and groan under the weight of any human being. (laughs) There's uh, sconces on the wall that are unlit. There's an old painting up there of a family that matches the, uh, at least the family makeup of the Macario family. Um, an older gentleman, uh, an older woman, and two younger children. And they all look like they are not terribly happy to have their visages painted. <laughs> but as you climb up to the stairs, up to this upper story, which I will now draw because I have elite skills. Oh! Yeah. Bad. You notice that it's a little bit brighter um, as light can filter into 
in through the uh, the curtains that are upstairs. The upstairs curtains are of a uh, light kind of gauzy fabric. You see... <laughs> what do we see? As you go upstairs, here's your upper floor here. Here's the stairs that you've gone up. You see a door here. It's open and leads into an old-timey bathroom. I do see that. Yes. Uh, along the way here, there are three doors that are all closed. And along the right side, again, as you can see in my notations, there are windows. There's three windows that lead outside. Um, and just the barest amount of light is peeking through, more than more so than downstairs. So there are windows on the left side of the house, just, they're just on the, the second floor. Yep, they're on the upper floor. Well, that's even weirder. Yeah. Look, so old houses are fucking whack. That's true. As someone who lived in a 150-year-old house, well, old in, houses are whack. I live in an old whack house. I, my ceiling fell down. I'm just saying, like, it this, is whack, is, isn't this it? is a Cthulhu whack, not Give uh, me a spot-hidden check. While you're up there, uh, Dr. Rockwell. Yeah, he's going first because he's the one with the gun. I'm still going right to Dr. Rock, so. I know, my brain. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Rockwell, the rock and roll down to clown. I was about to say, maybe he does self-medicate. The rock and roll down to architect. Oh, that was even worse. Okay, yeah. So, no success? No. All right. There is a, it's a dimly lit hallway again up here. We're, sorry. We are completely safe, and there is definitely nothing to fear, except maybe fear itself. You hear a thumping and clattering noise coming from the first uh, door in the hallway. I came up with that, by the way. Dr. Quincy comes up behind Dr. Rockwell with his electric torch and kind of like has it, points it over Dr. Rockwell's shoulder and just like, now that doesn't sound like them squirrels. You point uh, your torch, and since you have a, a decent source of light, you don't require a spot hidden check because it's no longer hidden to you. You see some kind of dark liquid pooling out from under the door uh, of the first room right there. Where, where we hear the thumping sound? Where you hear the thumping noise from. Uh, Dr. Quincy's going to... Oh, do I, do I see it too? Yes. Once, okay, that's all. Yeah. Sorry, like, sorry. I once he shines the light on it, you can see it now. You no longer need your spot hidden. That made sense to me, but I was like, you were saying it to Eddie, so I was like, uh, that's okay, true, I yes. guess you want Eddie to see it and Dr. Rockwell just be a numb nut, so he's just like, no, I'm going to look away from the light. It hurts. I already looked in that direction. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> over there now. Um, so, uh... He's going to... Dr. Quincy's going to bump you with his shoulder uh, and just kind of be like, yeah, you're the one with the gun. Dr. Rockwell, the rock and roll clown, um, goes ahead and uh, cocks his gun, mm -hmm. as is his want, and goes towards the door. Did you pull the hammer back on your gun? I pull the hammer back on my gun, even though that's completely unnecessary, I'm pretty sure. It depends and, if it's a single action or a double action. Uh, and, um, and at that point in time, it was probably a single action, so you would have to pull it back. He, he kind of holds his gun out with his right hand, mm -hmm. uh, kind of with his, you know, elbow against his body. Right, right. Um, and then he kind of reaches out with his left hand. And uh, then before he opens the door, he uh, looks back and he says, uh, Hey, uh, Quincy, can, I, can uh, you point Doctor. a little? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You walked into that one. Fair enough. <laughs> Roll sanity check. <laughs> no, no. I'd like to think that was Dr. Rockwell saying you walked into that one. 
Um, and, and, and Dr. Quincy is going to give that to you. Uh, uh, Dr. Quincy, Dr. Rockwell says... Uh, oh my God, so many doctors. <laughs> I know four doctors. <laughs> Why didn't you want to be a doctor? Um... <laughs> She gets her doctorate in theology, so she's Dr. Dorothea. Doctor Sister Dorothea. Dr. Thea. He uh, he asked Dr. Quincy to shine some light so that when the room is open up, it's not going to be darkness attacking him. Um, Well, you got to attack the darkness. Yeah, that's what the gun is for. Mm. So So. uh, Dr. Quincy will walk over, but we'll kind of like, and he'll have the torch, but he'll be clearly off to the side. He busts open the door and uh He pulls out into the into the hallway He busts <laughs> open that door. I mean, you know, it is entirely possible if you want to roll um a strength check. No, because there's no way that he could do that that would still allow him to steadily hold his gun. That's true. What kind of door opens out into the hallway? Uh, this weird-ass house that was built by some person. Doc, Dr. Rockwell says, as a doctor and an architect, I can safely say this is a poor design to have this door open out this way. It sets up for hilarity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> as a doctor of comedy, I can attest to that. Would you open the door? <laughs> uh, so it's, it's kind of going to... You could just say he yanks open the door and we can move on. Please. He yanks open the door and we move on. You yank open the door and then the door immediately leaps from your hand to slam closed again. Uh, it, the sound reverberates through the entire house. I'm assuming we're all in the hallway. In yeah, the you're line. observing this. I, uh, I shout, whoever is in there, come out with your hands up. We have you surrounded. I've heard police say that. That's true. Police have said that. <laughs> to you, specifically. Well, <laughs> this is like that time that uh, that time in Reno in the hostage situation. <laughs> when I, I mean, someone else was caught with smuggled goods. Trust me, it scared the shit out of me. I, them. And, uh, long story short, Tijuana is not a good place to go to jail. <laughs> I do that. I don't do the silly stuff, but I do the that stuff. Okay, uh, there's no answer. Okay, either we're dealing with someone who's deaf and dumb, or... Or high. Or, I mean, <laughs> which of us isn't high, you know? Yeah, fair enough. It's, uh, he, he, I'm pretty sure Dr. A, Quincy is still nursing his cigar that he got Takes from. a little sniff of uh, cocaine vial that he has and uh, says... Okay, so we're either dealing with someone deaf and dumb or a murderer. Quincy, you know about biology, right? That's a understatement, but sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> he really wants to say, if you're a fish doctor, I think that's an overstatement. Uh, so disrespectful. I know, right? Uh, he's the worst. Um... Uh, he uh, he asks you, um, is that blood? Um, Dr. Quincy's going to point his torch down at it, maybe crouch down and drag like his it, finger through it. It has all the viscosity and feel of blood. Taste it. And the color? Mm-hmm. And the taste? Right. He's going to smell it. It has that coppery smell of, uh, of 
lots of blood. And the taste? Meringue. <laughs> Strangely <laughs> enough. Oh, it's... Uh, sure, he'll go ahead and taste it, you fucking that's, degenerate. That's time. <laughs> yeah. It's blood. It's blood, all right. Why do you know... That's a dumb question. Um, yeah, no, I've been. Uh, his, he's had his ass beaten. He knows what blood tastes like. Is, is that is that a lot of blood that's seeping out of the door? Okay, it's um, pulling out like a good two or three inches from underneath the door. Uh, um, we may have ourselves uh, perhaps a hostage situation, or perhaps a wounded animal of uh, human or otherwise. Well, doctor, a wounded animal Thank that you. slammed the door shut. Well, if it's a bear. Human or otherwise, as I said. Um, I want to point out real quick, uh, because it, it seems to have gotten lost on you. I, uh, you opened the door out into the hallway, yes. and then it slammed shut. Yes. It's not like something from inside pushed it closed. Oh, well, I, I assume it pulled it closed. That's, yeah, it was, that's, yeah, you that's think- why I was saying... What I was saying. Okay. And just, so Dr. Rockwell's theory was that the bear reached out and pulled it back closed. Yes. yes. So, well, no, Doc reached out. Well, pulled yeah. Back closed, grabbed the knob with his bare hands. <laughs> Bears can open doors, y'all. I know they can, but I'm just saying, like, we're also, for the most part, city folk. Um, oh, he's not. Oh, I know uh, he's not, but. Dr. Quincy is not. Uh, also, uh, what I was going to ask is Dr. Quincy. You uh, having one of them, their uh, biologies. Uh, Once again, fast understatement, but sure. Well, well, we'll go with that. Uh, is that the amount of blood that you would find in a living person or a dead person or a living dog or a dead dog or maybe a bear? 